BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello and welcome everyone to FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It is the first, it's the first show on Fightful Overbooked for 2024. SP3. In the Weeds was on main channel last week or last week, yesterday, Monday. It was main channel Monday for In the Weeds. So technically this is the first show on Fightful Overbooked. What an introduction for any new subscribers on Fightful Overbooked. No wrestling talk on this show, everyone. So if you're here for wrestling, uh, you can stick around if you would like, but we ain't here to talk any of that. We are here to talk basketball, and we are here to play mobile games. How you doing, SV3? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, Jeremy. Great Happy to year, see buddy. you. Great to see everyone out there in the YouTube world. Uh, I haven't. I've been under the weather to start the new year, but I'm glad to be here with you to talk some hoops. And you know, a miracle happened. The Detroit Pistons actually won a game. All right, let's start there. Let's start there. So if you watch this stream or the last show that aired on Fightful Overbooked um, in 2023, uh, it was supposed to be a year-end show. We turned it into a watch-along of the Pistons and the Celtics because I was super invested in this. Uh, Jason Tatum's legacy was on the line in that game. <laughs> The Celtics, what, no a ridiculous statement. what a ridiculous statement that still is. No thanks to Jason Tatum. The Celtics won the game. The Pistons losing streak continued. But then on Saturday, a banner day for the Toronto Raptors. Joel did call it. He said that the Raptors would be the team to fall to the Pistons. He was correct. And the Raptors also made a big trade earlier in the day which, which gave which, which partly has to do with why they were shorthanded they couldn't they couldn't wait until after the game like you're playing the pistons just just get through the pistons game so you're not the team that loses the streak there like i understand oh what if og gets injured or something then the deal falls through you gotta take that chance you gotta you you gotta beat the pistons you can't be the team to lose to the pistons and they were the team to lose to the pistons and they traded arguably their best player, OG Ananobi, to the Knicks. Uh, I guess the Knicks are winning the championship now because I, I said, I said in the season preview, the team that gets OG is they is did. my favorite to win the title, and they looked good yesterday against uh, the top seeded. 
the Minnesota Timberwolves. They look yeah. really, really good. And they beat them with Jalen Brunson shooting like what 20% from the field, 18% or something like that. He was like five of a uh, 24 or something for, from the field. Brunson. It was one of his worst shooting games of the season. And the Knicks still, the Knicks, he is the best player on the Knicks, and the Knicks still get the W. Julius Randle had a big game. OG had 17 points in his first game with the Knicks. So it's looking good. Uh, my, looked I, like... I might have to put the my on the Knicks. Nah, I never do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, that's against my religion. I'm sorry. I grew up here. They have scarred my my family too many times that I was born to not be a Knicks fan, and I had to find my way. They they did they look good yesterday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, despite Brunson playing poorly, Brunson had like 13 assists though. He was he he's much more of a playmaker with uh, I think OG in the lineup. I think he's gonna be continue to be a playmaker. He's still gonna get his shots off. I I expect he'll shoot better, but I also expect him to be much more of a playmaker. With OG, because OG, unlike RJ Barrett, um, can attack the rim more efficiently than RJ, a better shooter than RJ, just a better player than RJ. And also, I noticed yesterday Brunson was playing more with like kind of like the bench unit, uh, which where quickly Emmanuel quickly was kind of playing and quickly was kind of the offensive facilitator with the bench unit with Brunson now being the facilitator there. He'll look for his own shot, but he'll also get other guys involved. So I, uh, yeah, I expect Brunson's Brunson's probably his numbers are probably going to go up. Certainly his assist numbers did yesterday. He'll shoot better. Knicks are a better team. OJ and a great player. He's the kind of guy that fits seamlessly into any team. This is why I said the team that trades for him is a favorite for my of mine to, to win the title. I didn't think it'd be the Knicks. I don't think the Knicks are going to win the title. I think they're one step closer, and now they still have their first-round pick if they want to make another deal that gets them closer to a title. They're a better team. I think Toronto is a better team as well because OG probably wasn't staying. I think Quickly is very good. I, I don't know why he wasn't playing as much. Thibodeau just wasn't playing him. He's good. He looked good in his Raptors debut. Last yeah. RJ Barrett looked good. RJ Barrett, I think being out of New York, being in Canada, being in Toronto, I think he'll be a little bit more comfortable. You're turning the ball, the, the keys more to Scotty Barnes now, who is ready for that role. It's a win-win trade for both sides. I know people like to assign, oh, who won this trade? Who won this trade? Like both teams can win a deal if both yeah. teams benefit from the deal. And I think both teams benefited from this deal. This was a smart deal where it helped both teams. I think that the Raptors got better long-term, getting R.J. Barrett, getting Emmanuel Quickly, who's immediately going to be a starting point guard for them. And I think that the the Knicks got a piece that they very much needed. They needed a perimeter defender that can be like a shutdown defender on that end of the court. They have a bunch of players that are really good on the offensive end of the court, but they didn't have any like defensive stoppers like that. They got Robinson, who's good in the paint, but he's not really considered like a a low post threat as far as on the defensive end or on the offensive end. So I think OG is a very beneficial part to the team. It may give them a, a chance to make it to the conference finals. I think that that is probably what they're shooting for with this next step that they want to make. And but I, I just question if a team with Jalen Brunson, and I know Jalen Brunson is great. He's a top 10 point guard in this league. I just never see, I don't see the Knicks with Jalen Brunson as the number one player ever making it to the finals. 
Oh, are you gonna do the he's too small bit? No, no, it's yeah. not his, he's too small bit. I just don't I just don't see him as that player that can lead them there. I mean, we've seen players of his model, of his form. He's a better shooter than him, but I would say he's kind of in that form of like a Derrick Rhodes. And Derrick Rhodes, of course, he had the injuries that came before him, but a lot of it was the competition that's out there in the Eastern Conference. When you have the Celtics, when you have the Bucks, you got the you got Joel Embiid with the with the 76ers. I don't know if Jalen Brunson has they have enough with the Knicks and him as the number one guy to beat those teams. I'm more concerned about Julius Randle in the playoffs than I am Jalen Brunson in the playoffs. Randle is the guy who completely disappeared in the playoffs last year for them. Yeah. After putting together a great regular season, Randle was non-existent in the playoffs. And they won the first round against Cleveland, which I wasn't fully expecting. I, I was much higher on the Cavs. Um, yeah, I'm more I'm more worried about Randall than Brunson. I think Brunson, is he going to win a title as a number one guy? I don't know because look at how many number one guys win the title. Usually they are a bigger kind of forward guard position. Like, you know, Steph is the outlier on, on all of this. So I get the argument there. A lot of times it's the team around them though like I, I think we're we're taking away the team aspect when we talk too much about like oh who's the number one guy on on this team like is the team around him good enough i think as it stands the team around him right now is good enough to possibly be in the conference finals but you're right about the competition like are they better than milwaukee are no. they better than than boston no are they better than philadelphia no, and they would be, they than, but this, this may, to me, they this made them the fourth best team in the East, though. This move, I can see, I can see fourth best behind the three teams I just mentioned, and Miami's the other team that's up there. I, I would say, because uh, yeah, Butler's hurt right but, now. But Miami never, never really tries to play well in the regular season. It seems they just try to play just enough <laughs> to make it to the playoffs, and then they just go. All right, let's turn it on. Now we're now we're a top now we're a top four team. I think they're a better connected team with Ananobi. He he shores up. I mean, I watched the, the Timberwolves game last night. When OG was on Anthony Edwards, he was giving him all kind of fits. Like you look at the numbers, and Anthony Edwards has like 35 points. And it's like, oh well, he just destroyed their defense. He destroyed anybody not named OG Ananobi on him. When they were throwing Josh Hart and Quentin Grimes and whoever at him, bucket every time for Edwards. When OG was on him, he was in foul trouble. But when OG was on him, it was, oh, he's actually he's stopping this person. They got Thibodeau as the coach, which is good and bad for, for various reasons. But defensively, Thibodeau's always, that's been his calling card. And he knows how to put together a good defensive scheme, uh, especially in the playoffs to make things miserable four teams so it it's a good move for the knicks it's gonna time will tell if this is gonna be a it's certainly a championship winning move i'm not putting them i'm with you on fourth which is probably where they were anyway but they're a step closer to the top three i mean the bucks lost to the the pacers last night the celtics nearly lost to the pistons the other night the celtics play the thunder tonight that's a big game um, and then the, the Sixers, you know, and beads out right now, they're still winning games. I'm, 
I'm still curious about the Sixers in the playoffs. I don't know. That's a team I'm not trusting until we actually get to the playoffs as well. I've seen Embiid enough in the playoffs. And we're forgetting about about Louis Orlando Magic. I'm sorry, Louis. I'm sorry. Yeah, they they're they're still playing well. They're not they bad are. or anything. They they're are still playing well. They but. they they are they're four and six in their last ten. So I think that's why. Uh, I'm not as high as I once was and similar with the, but the Pacers has kind of gone back to where I think they're going to be. I think the, the Pacers, the magic, they'll be middle of the pack. Like your, your six, your five through seven seed. But I think that the Knicks with this move, I think this has propelled them where I believe they're going to be the team that ends up in the fourth seed by the end of the season. There's more, there's, there's possibly more moves out there for the Knicks. Um, yeah, they, like possibly... you said, they still got that first round pick that they can they can use. So I'm, I'm interested to see what the, what other moves the Knicks are going to make. There's a bunch of other teams that are going to make moves, whether it's in the East. I know a bunch of teams in the West look like they're are making moves or talks about uh, them making moves, especially my Lakers with our struggles. Can you guys no. add another Ford? I feel like you need to like your your starting lineup needs to be like even taller. I think the shortest player in your starting lineup right now is like six, eight. The Lakers need to understand the Lakers don't need to make any trades. We just need people healthy like LeBron and, and AD. It's like the reverse of the last two seasons. All right. You where can't LeBron this, and AD where LeBron and AD were not on the court are not on the court together all the time. They have been on the court most of this season together. It's been fine, except for a few games that LeBron was out. But like, it's everybody else. It's Gabe Vincent has been out most of the season. Gabe season. Vincent's played like three games all season. Yeah, that's what I said. He's been out most of the season. Okay, you can't be be like, oh, we need Gabe Vincent. If your team's relying You're not on even Gabe letting me Vincent. finish. You literally made me stop after one name. I had like four different names. I had four different names. And it was going to end with me saying Rui Asamoah three times. And you ruined oh, it. You ruined it. Rui Asamoah is injured right now. Oh, boy. <sighs> How many games has Rui Hachimura played? He played a few. But he's been out. He's out with injury. We got like four, four players, four players right now, four key players that are out with injury. That yeah, it just needs. We just need the everybody to get healthy. We don't need to make any trades. I think that we've done enough. We have a roster that can be a playoff team. We just have to get the roster on the actual court together and develop some chemistry. We've also been away from crypto.com arena for, I think like, I think it was like <laughs> a stretch of eight of nine games. And we got our next like 11 of 12 games at crypto.com arena. And I think that the tide will turn. The tide is going to turn in these next 12 games. Gabe Vincent is the Lakers' hopes and dreams, everybody. I did Gabe not Vincent. just mention Gabe Vincent. I literally said four players. Four everybody else players has played. Hasn't everybody else has played within 25 games? They've only played 30 something games on the season. Everybody else has played like 25 games or more. We have not gotten our full roster on the court yet, Jeremy. How many teams have? I don't care about other teams. We are talking about the Lakers right now, sir. So they're the only team that can use injuries as an excuse. 
No, I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm Are you not? The, I'm telling the Lakers that you don't need to make any trades. You don't need to make any trades. We just need to get our players back on the court. I have not made any excuses for our losses. We lost to the Pelicans. They whooped our ass. Did I say that's because of injuries? No, I did not. I said the reason that I mentioned the injuries is because we do not need to make a trade. Simple, simple listening. You are are a good listener. This is why you're married, sir. You're a good listener. Why don't you listen to me? Am I speaking? Is my speaking English? I know I grew up in Harlem. Maybe I'm speaking too much Ebonics. For shizzle, my nizzle. Like, what is going on? I literally mentioned the, the injuries for us not making trades, which is what y'all all, what a bunch of Laker haters even want. They're like, oh, Lakers always got to make a trade. Why do y'all always got to make a trade? I'm with y'all. We don't need to make a trade. And yet you got another Laker hater over here trying to tell me this nonsense. Say, oh, you're using injuries as an excuse. I never used it as an excuse. We're 17 and 17. We're bad. We're a 500 team. We're on borderline. We're on the edge of extinction of not even making a play-in. If the season ended today, we would have to win two games to make the goddamn playoffs. I understand what type of position we're in, and I'm not using injuries as a goddamn excuse. I'm using injuries as a reason not to get a trade. Stay the damn course. Keep going forward. Don't go back to go forward. Go forward. SP3 children are watching. Watch your language, please. Let me ask you a serious question, SP3. Okay? I'm not trolling. Serious question. Okay? Do you think this team can actually get healthy? Yes, because it's, it hasn't been Anthony Davis. It hasn't, it, the fact that it hasn't been Anthony Davis this season and that everybody else has missed games, but for the most part, even when he he's gotten banged up, he's looked like he was hurt, he's got back on the court the very next game or missed one game and then he's right back. And he is, this is arguably the best season like numbers wise that he's had for the Los Angeles Lakers uh, since getting here. So like, I am very confident that if we get the role players back on the court, that we will be fine. I don't think that it is at the move of, I've heard talks of Zach Levine and Jordan Clarkson. And I'm just like, we don't need any cards. D'Angelo Russell is having his best shooting year. He is. He is. Look at the numbers. I'm not lying to y'all. I mean, I believe you that D'Angelo Russell is having a very good shooting year, but D'Angelo Russell, by the way, it's not his best shooting year. Last year was. But D'Angelo Russell. had his best two shooting years back with the Lakers. But D'Angelo Russell, we know what you're getting out of him in the playoffs, and it's going to be let's pick on – D'Angelo Russell. I I mean, I don't I think that the long-term move is to have D'Lo and Reeves in the starting lineup. I think that lo- long term that's what we're gonna have to do. I don't 
think that's what their plan is, though. They keep no, I don't. These guys to the bench. I don't either. That's what I. That's what I think. What I think they should do. Now, is Darvin it, Ham a good coach? See, see, see. Now we're on the same page, sir. See, now you're listening to me because I was literally about to mention him. I was like, I think, I think, I think. Now, if we're talking about changes, um, I'm saying no changes to the player roster. I am not talking about changes to personnel. And I'm just saying, like, maybe we don't remove Darvin Ham because that would be too much of a shakeup, you know, already 34 games into an 82-game season. And he won the in-season tournament, so that has to count. You can't fire something. a coach after he wins the in-season can't, tournament. Can't fire a coach after he raises a banner. Um, yeah. And it's not like we have, we have done that before, Frank Vogel. Um, but... All I will say is that maybe you just do a Laker thing. You know how they had, um, you know, they hired Frank Vogel, but they had Jason Kidd as the assistant coach just in case Vogel fucked up. Maybe you just slide in a head coach as an assistant coach. See, switch things up. Have some new input. See what type of lineup changes he would make and just see what happens. How how concerned are you seriously about the the lakers because let me the 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 key coming into the season everybody talked about their great off season you talked about their great off season sp3 i know guys are hurt okay guys i'm sorry sorry gabe vincent only played five games davis and lebron have been healthy that was the concern right like we just need davis and lebron on the court we just need davis and lebron they've been on the court but now all the moves you made in the off season wasn't enough by the way Russell's played just about every game. Reeves have played about every game. Terry and Prince has played every game. Every, most of these guys have played most of these games. You haven't had Gabe Vincent and, and Jared Vanderbilt missed yeah, like half the key. season. Key. That's a key I do think play. I do think Vanderbilt's like been a key player for them. I don't Ooh. I don't disagree with that. But you you haven't had him. The rest of these guys was like, oh, Austin Reeves. Don't worry, we got Austin Reeves. We re-signed D'Angelo Russell. This is what we need here. These guys have played. And it always came down to, as long as LeBron and Davis are healthy, we'll be fine. As long as we got those two on the court. I didn't, I, didn't just, I didn't just say that the Lakers season was dependent on just LeBron and Anthony Davis being on the court together. I talked about all the other players. I, I literally, if any Laker fan has been singing the praises of our role players since last year's comeback into this season and talking about the uh, you know re-signing Rui Hashimura, getting Gabe Vincent, re-signing Jerry uh, Jerry Vanderbilt. I said all these things. I brought all these people up and I explained to all of y'all why they were important to us being successful this season. So am I surprised? that we are struggling this season with those guys hurt, those guys injured? No, because I've been saying it for a year. So you can talk about all the other Laker fans, but you're not going to tell me I'm sad. I'm not sat up here and praised and talked about the importance of the role players. They're six and seven with Jared Vanderbilt in the lineup. Yeah, it's chemistry. They're six and seven. Nobody else has missed that many games. Got to develop chemistry. You said, just said Gabe Vincent. 
Gabe Rudy Vincent had... played five games. I'm not counting this guy as like. Yeah, he was a key pickup. He was one of our key acquisitions. But they're they're bringing back the same team that made the Western Conference Finals last year. Game Vincent was an addition, but everybody else was part of. Oh no, let's we're missing let's a make key. We're getting, you're missing a key factor from that Western Conference Finals team. Who? Dennis Schroeder. That's not my fault. They let him go. Dennis Schroeder, man, I was talking about Dennis Schroeder all day, every day. Dennis Schroeder, that that he couldn't beat the 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 Detroit Pistons. Hey, you lose a lot when you take off that purple and gold, man. That's all I got to say. You lose a whole lot. You it's lose like a whole lot wearing it's like, it it's this like, season. No, it's like, it's like you're in Carbonite. <laughs> and they, it's like you're in Carbonite and they steal your mojo. Like you Austin, Austin Powers when they take off that purple and gold. <laughs> you're losing just as much as you win wearing it this year. So I don't know hey, how much you're also losing. 500. The season starts today. <laughs> or tomorrow next game yeah who do they play next who do they play next um let me check here let's see lakers our next game is oh, miami uh, tomorrow yeah at home so we're back at home this starts our home stretch probably no jimmy butler like yeah there should be a winnable yeah. game yeah there should be a winnable winnable game. Game. i'm miami, hope, no i'm hoping for a splendid week so we can come back next week with the first sermon of 2024 all right, three games. How we how we had council here. You made me all upset. I got little to no voice because I've been sick. You got me drinking water up here because you got me all upset. I'm sweating. I'm up here sweating. You doing this to me? I'm, this is the first stream I'm doing in 2024. Fight for Overbook, FMC, Jeremy Lambert, you people. I. <laughs> First time I'm on a screen this year, and this man got me all flustered, trying to break up, trying to say, trying to put, once again, what is always our beef? Always our beef on this show is this man putting words in my mouth, trying to misrepresent me. This man's a writer. He is. He transcribes podcasts like this, but yet he can't listen to the guy he's doing a damn podcast with. This is ridiculous. All right, let me let me ask you a serious question. SP3. Okay, another serious question. Three game stretch coming up is Miami, Memphis, and LA. You go two and one during that stretch, but the loss is to the Clippers. Nah, I'd rather go three and <laughs> I hope I go. Well, I hope we go three and zero. I hope we go three and zero. But yeah, it does seem like that would be the loss in that. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that's the game. Yeah, those are the three games for next FMC episode. Oh man, yeah. I can. Yeah, we're not getting a sermon if that's the case though. That's <laughs> a, I'll be happy. I'll be all right because that's that's over five hundred. Okay, what if you that, go one and two, but you beat the Clippers? Now, now we now now you put me in a in a in a, in a little bit of a situation here. Damn, that's that's a tough question. Now nah, I'd rather the two and one. I'd rather the two and one. I'd rather us be here. Yeah, next you gotta week. take the two wins. Yes, yeah, we. I'd rather us be here next week, and we have a better overall record, one game above five hundred, than come here next week and what? We're yeah, we're one game below 500 but we beat the clippers whoopee freaking do i don't care clippers are 
playing very well. I'll give it to them. They turn their season around. You gotta, you gotta, you want the wins over the the losses here, even if it means losing to the Clippers. Yeah, unfortunate. Clippers are playing well too. Like they're they're playing really well. They beat uh, Miami last night. Really, when Kawhi's in the lineup, they're playing great. When he missed some games and they lost those games, but otherwise, they've been winning a lot as long as he's been in the lineup. Yeah, like what they have they have done. They um, you know, it's Tyrone Lou. It's it's that really down to that. That's what it comes down to. He showed why he is he should be one day a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, like he he he's responsible for the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history, NBA finals history, and he's showing this year that he was able to make the adjustments. People thought when James Hardy came here that they totally wrecked this team or any chemistry that this team was going to develop. And now we're seeing the the 2K team that we thought we were creating when the trade was first assumed of putting James Harden on a team with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. It's actually panning out because people know what roles they need to play. I think that Russell Westbrook has done an exceptional job of accepting different roles for the Clippers, and he's even had to adjust that role this season with James Harden coming on board. And James Harden seems like he's been willing to make the adjustments that he needed to, and even though he's he doesn't play with in a system he's a system main he's been playing within the system that the clippers can be successful with yeah harden doesn't take as many shots as he he typically does because he knows he has paul george and Kawhi leonard to just kind of even 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 trey man isn't like a terrible shooter when norman powell's out there he's got another shooter so he can just set all these guys up and especially when you have george and Kawhi, like Kawhi's getting a lot of catch and shoot opportunities. George always fits seamlessly into basically any team that he's on. Um, Clippers are good. It's a little unfortunate. I wish they would be terrible, but they're good. Hey, we can be happy in the fact that our Oklahoma City Thunder is still rocking and rolling as the number two seed. Boston Celtics tonight. That's a little, little worried about this one. This is a real test. I mean, they've had a lot of tests. Like, we just beat Minnesota. We we kind of blew out Minnesota yeah. in that game. We blew out Denver. Boston's going to be a, a, a real tough test, though, because Boston always plays to the competition. I'm not, I'm not taking their, oh, just because they barely beat the Pistons. I'm not taking that as like, oh, okay, well, we can easily beat Boston. Now, Boston plays to their competition. They play oh. the Pistons close because it's just what they do. Um it's at home tonight, which is good. Boston's undefeated at home. They're they're not as good on the road, 10 and 6 on the road. So if, if we're going to beat them, tonight would be the night. We're Thunder playing well. It's a little scary how well they're playing. It's a little scary. Why is it scary for you? Uh, man, You so- should have listened to me. T-I-S, man. Tis, just tis. Trust in Sid. Oh. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, I know what I'm talking about sometimes. It's a lot it's of scary time. because the expectations are there. I thought we would have just like a a nice little season, get into the playoffs, and it's like, all right, if we lose in the first round to a team that we're overmatched with, like fine, we're like we're a, we're a year ahead of where we should be. We're really a year ahead. Like this is the team I think people were expecting next year. Now, like the national media is talking about OKC. Oh, go make a move. Go make a move. Go make a move. 
and like I don't think I wanted o- Ananobi, by the way. I thought that would have been a great move to yeah. make. They they weren't gonna I don't know, I don't know what the move is, is the thing. Everyone says trade Josh Giddy, trade Josh Giddy. They're destroying teams with Giddy in the lineup right now. Because Giddy, what did I tell you earlier in the year when everybody was like, oh, Giddy doesn't fit, Giddy doesn't fit. Giddy's problem was he just it was missing everything was the issue. Now he's accepted a lesser role. He's rebounding more. We were getting killed on the boards earlier in the season. Giddy has gotten on the boards to get some touches. He's passing more, which is his bread and butter because he's not a great shooter. Um, not a great like ISO scorer or anything. Can't, can't always get his own shot, but he's setting the table more for other guys. And he actually is now making shots. He's, he's raising his three point percentage. He's finishing better at the rim because he's getting himself more involved by cutting and screening and things like that. They're just, the only loss they've had here. You don't use injuries was to when the Lakers in a must win game for the Lakers, their words, their words, SP three, not mine. The Lakers beat him when Giddy didn't play that. That's the only loss they've had recently. Otherwise Giddy has played and they've been blowing teams out. Giddy fits in just fine with this team. I don't see a trade where it's like, Oh yeah, let's trade Giddy for this. But he's, it's very tough to give up on like a 21-year-old who has shown real NBA talent. He had a rough stretch. Other stuff was going on. Um, you know, it, but he's turned it around. He's turned everything around. I don't know what the trade is. Louie, uh, shout out to Louie. He mentioned Jeremy Grant. I I don't think you've got to like give up anything huge to get Jeremy Grant. Portland probably wants off that contract. That's a bad contract because he's not on a contender. We got money to, we got the Davis Bertans contract that expires. Like we got all the draft picks in the world to, to trade for him. We probably don't have to give up a rotation player to get Jeremy Grant, but whoever we bring in, they've got to fit what OKC does. And we don't do a lot of like, Hey, let's stand around, wait for a shot to come. It's a lot of movement. It's a lot of just finding holes. Our defense is very aggressive. It's not a ton of like one-on-one, like let's just challenge guys. It's kind of a mixed match of a of a, of a zone. And then it, uh, a man-to-man, just like, especially if you go to the post, a lot of doubling out of that. It's creating turnovers, getting out on the run. Like not everybody fits in that, in that kind of like role. Like I don't want like Kyle Kuzma. Like that's not the type of guy I think that really fits in this type of, of system. Jordan People are Clarkson. talking and Jordan Clarkson defensively, definitely not like, and, and uh, people have mentioned like, Oh, Isaiah Stewart from the Pistons because he's a big, people are just trying to get like any big to OKC because uh, we're a little undersized, but some yeah. people are just trying to, I don't think Isaiah Stewart really like fits in, in what this team does. Like they don't need to make a move because they're really good. But I understand the thoughts of if there is a move to be made, you should make it and not wait. I completely, completely understand that thought. I'm on board. I don't think there's going to be a move for them uh, right now. I don't know about trade deadline. Maybe stuff changes in the next in the next month to to change that. But right now, I don't think they need to make a move, and I don't think a, a move is going to be presented to them that is going to be the must make move. For them, I think they they're better off. They're another team that I think is better off, but they're in a much better position than Miami. 
freaking Lakers, uh, that just needs to stay the course because it has been working out for them. Um, I think like the teams that probably do need to make a trade, and it's crazy for me to say that I think that the Thunder need to stay the course, but a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, I feel like I feel like even though they're number one, I feel like they probably would need to make a move more than the Thunder. The Thunder are way overachieving. The Timberwolves are also overachieving, but I feel like if they made a move, even if it's just a, a for a role player, for a, a player that's just going to help them coming off the bench, I think that that would solidify the their position in the top of the Western Conference for the rest of the season. I mean, I think any team can make a bench move. What, what's a star move out there? Zach Levine, the guy yeah. you're bringing in. I don't think any of these teams should, one, it's going to be very difficult to bring in Zach Levine because of just the money. Um, but I don't think any of these teams should be trying to make that kind of move. Like, I Pascal Siakam. I see the Siakam. I've been stuff. trying to get Siakam traded for what now, Jeremy? As long as we've been talking about basketball, how long have we we've been talking about basketball for? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. few years now, and I've been trying to get Pascal Siakam traded ever since then. Clint Capella, that's the uh, the 2K trade always is Clint Capella. Get him in there. I When you look at teams that could possibly make a trade, Portland, Jeremy Grant, yes, get, that's a lot of money to, to try to give up. I don't think the Warriors are going to – is Andrew Wiggins available? Like a Wiggins for Siakam deal is something that maybe that makes sense. is on the table just to switch things up for the warriors like who else because of the play-in these teams almost have like an over inflated sense of of accomplishment because like oh all we got to do is get to 10th and then we can we can maybe do something like look at the hawks are the hawks gonna make a move that's a bad team is trey young available deontay murray was supposed to come in and like be the off guy for Trey Young. That hasn't worked. I've heard, I've heard DeAndre Murray to the Lakers rumors. I everybody is to the Lakers rumors. That is Throw true. a dart <laughs> at a name and the rumor to go to the Lakers. That is true. Like if you anyone who hits the market is either is either going to go to the Lakers or the Knicks. You at least hear yeah. one conversation or rumor about it. I like DeAndre Murray, by the way. But how much are you giving up? For Deontay Murray, Atlanta's going to want a lot because they gave up a lot to get 
Deontay Murray. They got to recoup some of that value. So I, if you're a team, like speaking from a Thunder perspective, I don't want to mess with the overall rotation. If we can get a role player, I like, if we can get Alex Caruso, and I know the price is probably high on him, but if we can bring in a guy like Alex Caruso, I'm for that. You're not giving up a young, you're not having to give up one of your rotation guys for Caruso. Throw all the seconds at him, throw some money at him. We have young guys who aren't playing. Trey Mann, like Trey Mann's not really in our rotation. He's still got some value, I think. He's still a young player who's played well enough in the limited minutes he's gotten who can maybe in a in a bigger role or actual opportunity excel a little bit. You throw him in there with a bunch of draft picks, you can get a rotation kind of like a seventh, eighth, eighth man kind of player. I don't think OKC needs certainly not like a starting caliber player unless that starting caliber player is a clear fit upgrade over what they have. And I don't know who, who that is right now. It's very tough to, to find value on this because it's very easy to say like, Oh, they should trade Josh Giddy. They should, they should trade even like Lou Dort who's playing. And look, I was first on board of get Lou Dort out of here uh, at the start of the season, but he's a, a guy that's just accepted his role and playing within himself and fitting in perfectly on this team. Hey, I go back to Giddy. It's very tough to be like, trade this guy. Trade. He's a 21 year old with exceptional skills that not every basketball player has. Yeah. It's very tough to just give up on these guys to go get an older player who may not like, one may not fit the timeline and may not increase your chances of actually winning this season. And I, we have Sam Presti who I think is smart enough to realize all of this stuff as well. And that's why I'm saying, like, I don't think there's going to be that, (laughs) that deal that you guys need to make that improves your team immediately. You guys are on the right, the right track right now. The bronze of the thunder. I like that. If you if you if you guys uh, draft uh, Brownie, you never know. We might, we might. We got enough first to get him. Yeah, got enough. You got <laughs> enough of them to convince LeBron to come to OKC. Imagine that. That would be a mega uh, a slaughterhouse. It would be ridiculous. Can LeBron is LeBron gonna accept being the fourth best player on a team though? Can he accept that role? But he won't be. So he will be. Even at, even at 40, LeBron will be the best player on that team. No, he wouldn't. LeBron James is not better than Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Not this right season, now. Yes. No, he's yeah. not. No, he's not. No. LeBron James. LeBron LeBron's James is the best player. The cops the are coming player. after you for that take. The best player in the NBA. LeBron James. The best player in the NBA. His team really sucks then. If they're only 500 and he's the best player in the NBA. Hey, this seems all. Hey, I've seen Kobe struggle with Smush Parker. So we've been here. We've been here. Is we've it, been so Anthony Davis is Smush Parker. Is that what you're saying? No, Anthony Davis is like Lamar Odom, but like on like steroid crack. Like that Lamar made him Odom better. was on the second one <laughs> for a lot of his career. Yeah, that's what I said. Steroid crack. It made him better in the on the court. Do you want to do the top five? 
Y'all, look at you. Look at you, Jeremy. I'm proud of you. Look at this guy. He he's suggesting for the for our best. It's become segment. a staple. It's become a staple of uh of the show now. It's become a best staple. Segment. Best segment of the show outside of Love is Blind, of course. Mobile. Um, but yes, let's talk about the top five and bottom five for the first top five and bottom five of 2024 look at us 2024 here we are it's time for the top five and the bottom five um well let me let me uh get my get my mind right let me think about this jeremy (coughs) put me on the spot here all right so coming in at number five for me here on the top five on january 2nd 2024 I'm going to go with the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers, 22 and 10. They've won seven of their last 10. They are currently the three seed in the Eastern Conference, uh, right behind the, the, the Bucks and the Celtics. They've been playing well outside of the when they face the Bulls. It seems like the Bulls got their number. It seems like this is, the se- this is like the second time I put them in their top five after they lost to the Bulls. What is going on? And, ne- of course, their next game tonight is against the Bulls. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not next week when I'm sure I will talk about them again. But, yes, the Sixers uh, deserve to be here. Joel Embiid, of course, is putting up MVP numbers again. But he's been out. But they have still uh, kind of, uh, you know, kept going with picking up wins against the Rockets. And a lot of that comes down to the combination of Tyrese Maxey, who right now is the most improved player in the NBA, in my opinion. He's one of uh, two players in the NBA who's averaging only 26 points and eight assists. The only other guy outside of Tyrese Maxey to do that is Luka Dantage. And meanwhile, you got uh, Tobias Harris, who's really stepped up and really kind of – made his cemented his spot as the third best player on this team and kind of like the more he's scoring and picking up his scoring the last couple of games he's over his career average 17 points he's averaging six rebounds three assists he's been playing very well this season but more and more i keep hearing from the philadelphia 76er nation they feel like they have the semblance of a big three i wouldn't go that far but I think they definitely have a better third player than they've had in the past Sixers at number five. They've had Tobias Harris. It's not like Tobias Harris is a new player on this team. No, no. But I'm saying the three, those three players together, that's the best three, uh, big three that they've had in a while. They had these three and James Harden last year. Tyrese Maxey was not this player. He wasn't, but it's not like t- Tyrese Maxey is some new player. I he don't is think new. This- He's brand new. He's elevated his game. He's taking his game to the next level. You're not going to sit up here and tell me we ain't see- you wasn't here in 1998 when the Los Angeles Lakers had Shaquille O'Neal, Eddie Jones, and Nick Van Exel, and they had a young Kobe Bryant in 1997. Oh, they had the same player, but no, in 1998, Kobe Bryant became an all-star player, so you ain't going to tell me it's the same Kobe Bryant in 1997 that you had in 1998, just like you ain't gonna tell me that Tyrese Maxey in, tw- in 2022 2023 season is the same Tyrese Maxey we've been seeing in 2023-2024 it is the same the no difference, it's not the difference 
is he has way more opportunities now because James Harden is not there. Everyone knew Tyrese Maxey was this good last year. Everyone said last year, hey, maybe Tyrese Maxey should 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 get more opportunity, should handle the ball more. James Harden just wasn't going to have that happen. People saw this with Maxey last year. It's just they had Harden, so he wasn't going to have the ball as much. Tyrese Maxey is better. He's obviously improved. That was my whole point, is that now with the elevated opportunity, he has proven that he deserved this probably a little bit beforehand. And Tobias Harris is actually playing like a, a third star instead of whatever he's been doing since he's been on the team, which has been, quite frankly, a little bit of a, of a disappointment. I think taking Harden off this team was addition by subtraction because it allowed Maxi to play a bigger role. It allowed Tobias Harris to, to do different things. They got role players in there, like a Robert Covington, who fits in with what this team wants to do. And a coach that isn't Doc Rivers helps as well. That, 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 see, then we finally found our, something that we could see out of eye. <laughs> that is true. Coach who isn't Doc Rivers and actually has guys move off the ball definitely helps. Can you go to your bottom five? Like, we're, we're, we're sitting up here at, overanalyzing my top five. Come on. You don't care about the top five. You care about the bottom. Toronto Raptors. I don't care if they won last night. You lost to the Detroit Pistons. You are in my bottom five. Don't care that you won. You lost to the Pistons. You ended their historic losing streak because Pascal Siakam, Dennis Schroeder, Scotty Barnes, you couldn't get it done against the Detroit Pistons. You should be regulated. Regulated. Go to the G League. Toronto Raptors are number five in the bottom five. That is fair. That is fair. I'm not going to overanalyze that at all. Uh, Coming in at number four (laughs) in the top five, going down a few numbers this week. Number four, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Reason why Milwaukee Bucks is down this week, they're coming off some key losses, whether it be the New York Knicks on Christmas Day uh, or whether it be the Pacers last night and the Pacers seem to have their number. But I have been liking the chemistry that has been building within this team. It feels like uh, Damian Lillard is a lot more comfortable. And it's kind of ridiculous how Damian Lillard, most days, will have two to zero points. And then always end with 25 to 30. Like, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Most I'm talking about most. That's what I said most games. I didn't say last night, sir. The Pacers Pacers got these guys number. The Pacers do. It is kind (laughs) of like. I mean, I know LeBron needed the the 50-point game uh, when they stole the ball from him to to beat them last time. But, yeah, in-season tournament, they beat him. They beat him. Last night, like they just let they just let Giannis get anything he wants, and the rest of these guys can't do anything against. They stop everybody else. Giannis had thirty points, eighteen rebounds, and eleven assists, and everybody. I think the yeah the next highest was uh, Chris Middleton, who has been playing uh, well as of late. He's been very good. Yeah, he he seems like he's getting his legs under him, and you can see that his uh, points per game and his overall numbers. He's averaging four and a half rebounds, five assists, forty nine percent of the field. <laughs> About I believe about 
35% from three. So he's, he's playing very well uh, the last couple of games. He's really getting into form. But most of all, it's about the chemistry that we've been seeing outside of last night's game. Since Jeremy's going to stop. <laughs> I don't mention last night was not a good game. But the chemistry we've been seeing with Dame Lillard and the rest of the team, I think that that's going to kind of follow them through and lead to them being in the top two seeds in the Eastern Conference by the end of the year. So Bucks at number four. Number four in the bottom is the Washington Wizards. I don't know what you want me to say about this team. They're not good. Sometimes they have very funny moments, and then they lose. It's a bad roster. Everybody knew it was a bad roster. They might trade uh, Tyus Jones. I do think Ty, like they have some guys who are, have some value. I think Kuzma is like a good player. On if he's he's a championship player, he won he won with the Lakers. I think Kuzma's like a, a nice three four guy on a good team. Jordan Poole forgot how to play basketball. I like Tyus Jones. He's not going to give this team anything. Just it's a bad team and a bad roster. I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do about it. That's a bad team. They're funny. There was no, they never, they didn't really have any funny moments this, this, this week though. So like if they don't have the funny moments, it's just bad basketball. I need the, they got to do like the funny moments. Number three for me in my top five this week is my Oklahoma city thunder 22 and nine, the second seed in the Western Conference, winners of four straight with some key victories over the reigning defending champions, the the Denver Nuggets, the number one seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the New York Knicks who are on the rise. Uh, They had a loss to the Los Angeles Lakers about a week and a half ago, but that came off the heels of them beating the red hot Clippers. So it's kind of like any loss is kind of negated by the loss, the win right before it or the win right after it. The Thunder have just been one of the more consistent teams of the season and just their young team. They're one of the funnest teams to watch as well because they're just so youthful. There's just so much energy on the court. Chet Holmgren is a is a beast and seems like a double-double machine. Shea Gilders. Yeah, rookie of the year. Shea Gilders Alexander is looking like an MVP candidate and one of the top 10 players in the league is well deserved to be considered that. Like you've been saying, Josh Giddy has been improving and showing his role within this team. Uh, Jay Will's been playing very well. Lou Dort. J Dub, Jay Will. I don't care. I don't care. Well, we have yeah. we have two Jalen Williams. There's a Jay Will who comes off the bench, the big, and there's a J Dub who is in the starting lineup, who he won't win most improved because it's not typically given to a second-year guy, but J-Dub's been fantastic. J-Dub has. So, yes, the Oklahoma City Thunder, number three this week. We're going to draft another Jalen Williams as well. I'd like to see more of Colabali, by the way. I I feel like he's good, but he's on such a terrible team that I can't get a great gauge on him. This is for the Wizards to go back to the Wizards. I'd like to see more of him. Uh, My number three is the San Antonio Spurs. They have Wimby. Maybe I thought Popovich learned that, oh, let's play Wimby with Trey Jones, and here's a point guard who can actually pass him the ball and get him involved 
and, you know, utilize him to the best of his ability. And that lasted for like one game against a terrible Portland team. And nothing's really changed since. I don't know why Trey Jones isn't starting. I, this, this, uh, I mean, uh, so Chen's like not really the, I don't know who their point guard is. Is it Devin Vassell? Nobody on this team can pass. It's a terrible team. Pop seems just confused of what what these players are good at. Maybe they're not good at anything, but Trey Jones should be starting. I don't know why he's not starting. By the way, Wimby averaging 10 rebounds, as I correctly predicted to start the season, as I bet on to start the season, he's at 10 rebounds. I still feel very good about that that bet that I made. That's all I really care about at this point is Wimby going to average 10 rebounds. Congrats. I, I commend you. I commend you, sir. That was a good bet. Good bet today. Uh, that seems bad. They, they don't are. even make Wimby fun. How do you have this dude who's like a freak of nature and, and like you can't make him even like fun? It's it's so weird. They're just really bad, Jeremy. They're just really bad. All right, number two for me this week. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves, of course, number one, number one in the Western Conference. And they had been my number one on the top five the last couple of weeks. Of course, Anthony Edwards has just been playing out of his mind. 26 points per game, five rebounds, five assists. He's putting up Kobe numbers, basically the Kobe averages. Uh, Anthony Edwards and looking like Kobe a lot of times uh, down the stretch of games. They've won some uh, close games, but I think that the key losses to, you know, the New York Knicks last night, as well as the loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder are the reasons why I keep them out of the number one spot this week. But I have been loving what they've been doing this whole entire season. I love their big two of Anthony Edwards and uh, Carl Anthony Towns, who's averaging 21 points and nine rebounds, three assists, 50% from the field, nearly 40% from three. He's shooting out of his mind. Rudy Gobert looks like he's the defensive player of the year. They just have uh, the role players are weighing well and shooting well. Conley has been stepping up as a veteran leader for this team there's just so much to like about the minnesota timberwolves and i think they're going to be one two on my top five for a very very long time this season timberwolves playing well lost yesterday to to the knicks um they're a tough team though uh i i don't like playing against them i know okc actually did beat them but yeah they're a team that anthony edwards scares me um rudy gobert annoys me and I like I like the veterans they have as well. It's a good team. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be they're not I don't think they have the pieces to add like another like star or anything. I don't think that guy's available. That's a team I I would watch out for to add like another like connector veteran piece that could make them even better. I agree. My bottom on the two and an upset. The Detroit Pistons. They won a game. They won a game. They beat the Toronto Raptors. Congrats to them. They got blown out last night by the the Houston Rockets, so they are back to just losing and being terrible. It's a shame they actually won because now it's like, who cares about this team? Like, 
I, you saw how excited we were during the end of this streak against those games against the Nets, we the were. game against Boston, the game against Toronto. This was must see TV. And now they've won. And now it's like, oh, yeah, this team just kind of sucks. But they won. <laughs> Congrats to them. There is a team that has not won in the past week, in the past two weeks. And that's going to be my bottom team. That is very fair. Very fair. And number one this week, despite Jeremy's uh, protest, his dismay, it is the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics, number one for my top five, number one team in the Eastern Conference, number one team in all of the NBA, 26 and 24. And a lot of that comes down to the best player on the team and arguably one of the best players in the league, Jason Tatum, averaging 27 points, eight rebounds, four assists on 47% from the field. Uh, uh, he's averaging 38% from three. You got Jalen Brown averaging 23 points, uh, in five rebounds and four assists. They have three players above 20 points with uh, Pazingas averaging 20, 20 points and seven rebounds. And Derek White, who has kind of just gotten more and more praise from the likes of Jeremy, from the likes of the NBA uh, kind of uh, experts out there because he does the little things. He does winning plays, and he has really become the glue of this team. They have a, a strong bench with guys like uh, Brissett, who stepped up, uh, Pritchard, who's really been playing the role of a facilitator coming off of the bench for the team. Cornette had a great game, hit their last game against the uh, Spurs. Hauser, who's been hitting knockdown threes. So, I really enjoyed this team. They got, of course, the Oklahoma City Thunder legend, Al Horford, who's another uh, veteran leadership piece. There's just so much to like. And there's win they're winners of six straight with some good wins uh, within those outside of that. Um, you know, We're not going to talk about the Detroit Pistons. We're not going to talk about beating the Detroit Pistons in overtime. I understand that might be something that a lot of y'all count against them, but they have some good wins over the Lakers, over the Clippers, over the Kings. I got the Boston Celtics number one this week. Not looking forward to Sam Hauser hitting like five threes tonight. Poor Zingas hitting a bunch of threes. Jason Tatum restoring his legacy by having like 50 points. Restore the feeling, Jason Tatum. Restore the feeling of you being MVP. He should be an MVP candidate on everybody's ballot. Jason Tatum. He's not. Should be. He's not. The worst team in the league this past week, believe it or not, again, not the Detroit Pistons, is a team that has lost 11 straight. We'd be talking about this more if it wasn't for the Detroit Pistons' historic losing streak. But now maybe we'll talk about it as this team continues to climb in the losses. The Charlotte Hornets. Losers of 11 straight. LaMelo is out for who knows how long. Terry Rozier is leading the team. Yes, Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. Still, still around. Still making plays. Still putting up big numbers on a bad team. It's not a good team. No, what else you want me to say? Not a good team. They don't have any. They employ a person who probably shouldn't be in the league. Don't like that either. Bad team. 
that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Hornets is fair to take the spot of the Detroit Pistons, even though I thought the Detroit Pistons would never lose their, their top spot. They won. I I didn't think we'd see a team that would lose as much as the Pistons. And here come the Hornets. Now I'm rooting for the Hornets to lose all the time. Give me his, two historically bad seasons in the same year. Let's go. Give me that. That's what dreams are made of, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's what I want. I want these historically bad teams. Makes sense. It's more fun that way. Wait, when's is, the next it, Hornets win? Coming? It is kind of fun. Oh, the Hornets got the Hornets got the Spurs. They got a bunch of losses coming up, most likely. Kings, two games against the Bulls, the Kings, and then they got the Spurs. Spurs might be a win. Spurs are bad. Yeah. Hey, it's it's too early to start getting into, you know, historic levels because we still got uh we got years. Uh they don't play the Pistons until January twenty fourth. That's the end of the, the year. So or the end of the, the month. They got a little while. They got two against the Spurs before they even get the Pistons. So they got they got some opportunities to break this losing streak. We'll see if it happens. I don't. I probably will. Like it's a bad team, but we'll, we'll see. You know, you can break it now. You can break it within the ten to twenty range. Once you get to that after twenty, that's when teams are starting to look like, all right, we can't lose to these jokers. And what's the record for least amount of wins in a season? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. I'd have to look. It's like seven. Yeah, something, something like. No, I, I don't remember. I remember. I have to look at it. Yeah, I'm gonna right, at least hold on. Least wins NBA season. All time worst regular seasons. Uh yeah, it was seven and fifty-nine, the Bobcats. That was a shortened year. That was a yeah. shortened year. Nine and seventy-three was the was the, the worst in a, in a <laughs> the full re- the reverse, the reverse of the, the record regular season. Yeah. Yeah, in a in a full season. So like, the Pistons are still there. The Pistons are still still on pace because they only got three wins. So wouldn't it be hilarious if like two teams did it? Yeah, I would love that. That would be awesome. I mean, I think the Spurs. I think the historically Spurs trash wins. teams. Spurs are bad, though. <laughs> That's what we're rooting for with the Pistons now, everybody. They broke the losing streak. Maybe they can go on another big losing streak, but we're rooting for them to have the worst regular season of all time. That's where we're at. That's our goals. The eight wins will do it. Eight wins in a full season will do it. So that's what we're that's what we're aiming for. Eight wins or less for the Detroit Pistons. That makes sense. I, I, I'm I'm it. with it. I'm with it for the Detroit Pistons to make history before our eyes can get eight wins. They just need that, they, only five. We can't afford them getting six more wins. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's you know it won't start being a thing until later in the year when there's like. 20 games remaining and they still need like five wins. Can they go like five and 15? Like that's where that's going to be, be the test. So until like, there's like 20 games or so remaining, it's probably, it's not worth quite tracking just yet, but it's worth keeping an eye on to see if the Detroit Pistons can set the record for the least amount of victories in a season. So we shall see. We shall see. I'm 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 root, I'm rooting for your enjoyment of all of this so we can talk about it on the bottom five. 
and we, we want the series to be historically bad. We, it's we just volley. You just volley between all uh, the Hornets and the Pistons, going out of the, the top spot or the bottom spot. It's no fun. It's no fun if these teams are just like bad, historically bad. That's what we want. That's what we I'm want. With you. I'm with you. All right, we've sent this link to our pal Cher Delaware, who is not here yet. Um, she said she had a meeting, but she said it was only going to take a few minutes. The meeting allegedly started at 10. 47 minutes is more than a few. So <laughs> I We're assume... just calling her out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we, we, we love Cher Delaware, but I don't know where she's at. We don't know where she's at just yet. Hopefully she shows up. We got to kill. We got to kill for time. So, what do you want to talk about, Jeremy? Are we going to talk about the challenge, a battle for a new champion? Because I, watched a single episode. I have not watched a single episode. You know how I've been keeping up on it? The social media drama. I've been sharing it with you and share yeah. with with uh, you have. Norris battling it out with Olivia, uh, uh, exposing the fact that Olivia apparently, okay, let me, okay, she um, um, committed fellatio on on Emmanuel the day they got there, even though Emmanuel has a girlfriend, and then Olivia lied to everybody and said her and Emmanuel had sex when they didn't. And then tried to cock block uh, Raven, who was really getting with Emmanuel and hooking up with him. And man, I was just like, and then she she also tried to get with uh, Kylan after Kylan had already been with Melissa when Melissa got eliminated. And then when Kylan didn't want to do it, she tried she tried to act like she turned Kylan down. And apparently, it was because of reasons that if Norris exposed it, it would make her look even worse. I was like, damn. Norris went in. I like the drama, though. I'm like, I'm not watching the season. Y'all not going to convince me to watch the season, but I like the drama. I'll watch the reunion. I'll watch I it. And, and I'm going to watch this week because Cara Maria is back, baby! Oh, good, finally. We, we spoke it into existence. So I'm watching because the people, MTV, Burnham and Murray, they need to know <laughs> that our girl is a draw. She is the draw. The female face of the challenge returns on Wednesday. We must all watch and do our duty. I will watch this week's episode. I've kept up with the drama because of you. I will actually watch this week's episode. But they have more important things to talk about than the challenge, which none of us watch anymore because they've oversaturated the whole thing. Share Delaware is here. Hello, Share Delaware. You, you, how are you feeling? Terrible. I'm sorry. You feel okay to, to do voices? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You sound, you sound like. Voices in my head. Let me, let's pull this up. Okay, so last we left off, Victoria and um, Scarlett got got married, right? Yeah. Like, they ended up getting married. She left, she left Blaze at the altar. She did leave Blaze at the altar. 
I don't know how much longer is left with this. I don't know. I know we got to go like, to Mexico. I feel like this might be the end of it. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll make sure. Let me know as long as it's working here. Uh, where's it at? Where we go to Mexico or we fuck some shit up or something like go on our honeymoons. Is it is it screen on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or do we just do the reunion? Is the reunion the next chapter? I don't know if they if there is like a reunion thing. Yeah, I don't know how it how it works. I guess we're about to find out. <laughs> very very curious how this is all gonna work. All right, resume story. Here we go. Never-ending story. Gotta 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 find these characters again. Look at this little sweet villa house. Look at that beautiful stuff. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, okay. It's the inexplicable force that draws people together and bonds them for life. Love. This better not just be like an epilogue. <laughs> And in your case, love is Scarlet's glistening Ooh. body by the pool on day two of your honeymoon in the Bahamas. All right, then. <laughs> hey, there you go. Curious for every part. Um, top right. The black piece? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a swimsuit exactly <laughs> like that. I'm getting it. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. You're good. You're my whole world, you know that? Why is she not in a swimsuit? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. She said the glistening body. What happened to the yeah. glistening body? She joins you on the pool bed, pressing her warm skin onto yours and gazing at you with desire. Why is she wearing jeans? <laughs> I'm your whole world, you say? Then prove it. <laughs> Scarlet smiles and lifts your chin with her hand to kiss you deeply. I have a couple of ideas on how I could go about doing that. The whole epilogue's just fucking. <laughs> Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet kisses you softly, parting and caressing your lips with his. What? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going through the whole editing process. <laughs> what just happened? Oh, God. <laughs> And that's why she ain't in a swimsuit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm glad we have this house all to ourselves because I don't think I've had enough of you today. <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of places we have yet to christen. <laughs> Damn. You and Scarlet look around, surveying where you have and haven't gotten intimate in the past 24 hours. <laughs> How about right here on this chair? I'm sorry, I can't do it with the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet gazes at your naughty expression and smiles. Don't have to tell me twice. Scarlet takes a piece of ice into her mouth and kisses behind your ear. Then she draws it down your neck and down your chest onto your stomach. Where the fuck did the ice come from? Ice cold water drips down your hot skin and gives you goosebumps as Scarlet kisses your inner thighs. Damn. 
Mmm, you taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh my God, why is she asking this? What does it taste like? <laughs> I can't with this. <laughs> it's even better because you're both of them. Yeah, it's so much funnier that you're both of them and you're in a sickly state, like trying to do. <laughs> Okay, like coconuts, <laughs> salt water. Okay, salt water does not taste good. <laughs> salt water, you taste like my wife, and you always taste like heaven. Oh my god! Both of your hands are all over each other, and you start to slip off each other's swimsuits. She's in swimsuits. <laughs> You're snapped out of enjoying Scarlet's touch when you hear, oh shit. Oh boy. Click, click. That's the sound of the gat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Is someone here? Scarlet quickly pulls a towel over the two of you. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> we should all be the mystery voice. Yoo-hoo. Who's there? Scarlet quickly pulls a Scarlet quickly pulls her swimsuit back on and stands up protectively. Maybe she just wears a full body swimsuit. Hello. Hello. I'm I'm closing my my eyes eyes just in in case case you're you're naked. naked. (laughs) They're all this mystery voice. (laughs) Then another voice calls out. And you hear luggage wheels on the tile. What the is hell is happening? You better you be better naked. Be naked. This this naked. Is so, so sexy. sexy. <laughs> Around the corner with a oh brigade of luggage comes Eve, Brooke, Zayed, and Kieran. <laughs> you quickly fix your swimsuit and stand up to greet them. Who freaking shows up at somebody else's <laughs> honeymoon? <laughs> Oh my god, what are you doing here? Yeah, really? Did you get lost on the way to your honeymoons? None of these people got married, did they? I don't think so. Brooke pulls you into a hug and you try not to look bewildered. Who's Brooke? I think... I don't remember who Brooke is. Am I Brooke? I think you're Brooke. Oh, okay. It's just our luck that a hurricane hit our island. Can you believe it? Ha-ha! Thank you so much for being okay with us crashing. I hate the rain. Wasn't (laughs) Eve the one that was with the prince and he cheated? Wasn't that them? Yeah, wasn't that Zayed? I think that's Zayed. He's Zayed. And they're oh. together? Yeah, yeah they were, so. like, fine at the wedding. Like, they were just, like, she was just cool with him cheating. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. Prince, get your rocks off. Whatever. You and Scarlet exchange glances. Uh-oh. It looks like they didn't know we were coming. Well, no shit, no Sherlock. Sylvia so, uh, didn't uh, did tell you. No. <laughs> What's happening? 
While you two have been getting it on, we've been getting wet in another way with the rain. <laughs> I ad libbed that one. Thank you. Very nice. That was a great ad lib. There were fast flash warnings on our island, so the producers sent us here. Ha huh? The storms are so crazy getting here that we were almost lost at sea. Oh, oh. oh wow. That's not ideal. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I know. We're sorry. We owe you. But we promise we'll give you plenty of privacy. Except for when we literally just walked <laughs> in on you. <coughs> okay. Thank you. I think we all fit in this massive villa. Karen winks and wraps his arms around Brooke as they take in the beautiful scene. I guess they got married. Yeah. Oh, we can definitely fit. I don't know about my four suitcases, though. Oh. Scarlet looks at you and laughs, pulling you close. Well, a group honeymoon is not what I was imagining, but let's make the best of it. Where's Blaze to, like, crash this? That's what uh, I want. Uh, agreed. Let's <coughs> party. Blaze and Nico. Like, that's yep. who needs to be here. Yep. As Eve pops a bottle of champagne, Zayad rips his shirt off and jumps in the pool. See, that's why we didn't our, go to the pool. I'll <laughs> our bags in. Yeah, we need Blaze and Nico to show up here. As everyone is settled and cooling off in the pool, when you notice Eve is looking a bit down. She just found out she got cheated on? <laughs> She's sitting on the sidelines, swishing her feet in the water. Our weddings all happened so fast. I never had the chance to talk to Eve about the bachelor party incident. No, you didn't. <laughs> you wade toward her to check in. Hey, girl. How are you? Oh, honestly, Victoria, I'm, I'm so glad we joined your honeymoon. Things between Zayad and I have been a bit uh, uh, tense since our wedding. Oh. oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, I don't know if you heard, but Zayad was uh, the cheater that Kieran was uh, talking about. Yeah, Blaze told me. Oh, well, he, he admitted to cheating on me at the party right away. <laughs> it's because he was saying that voice. <laughs> Eve, did you confront him? No, why? She still married him? Yeah, what? like, why did you still marry Because he's a prince. Oh, yep. Right when I got home, that I could tell it was him by the look on his face. He just convinced me that it was a bachelor party shenanigans. Ha ha ha. Maybe I should have told him the rules and the boundaries, uh, but it still, it hurt. If you have to tell somebody that the rule at their bachelor party <laughs> is not to fuck someone else, you got issues. <laughs> you have a problem. Yeah. Eve watches her new husband wrestle with Kieran in the water, and your heart goes out to her. But, uh, uh, 
Things are off between us. You cheated once. Any advice? Advice, <laughs> <laughs> <Twice>, actually. <laughs> I think you should teach him a lesson. Oh, shit. Victorian <laughs> Eve now. Word. The only way he'll understand how you feel is if you give him a taste of his own medicine. Talk to him, Victoria. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Oh, I'm going to keep trying to make things work. At least <laughs> for now. Cheers to that. Whatever you decide, we've all got your back, Eve. To answer uh, Michael Angelo uh, Leoshello, I think is his name. He says, "Wait, is this basketball talk or is my ex acting up?" Um, <laughs> it was basketball talk for like a good hour. You missed it. Now we're at, now we're doing a mobile game. <laughs> Eve downs her champagne and then rests her head on your shoulder, watching her new husband with tired eyes. Hey, you two. What do we think about getting a change of scenery and heading down to the beach bar for the night? Let's do it. Hmm. What should I wear tonight? Yeah, two wardrobe party. changes early. Here. Yeah, these are early. Um, do the yellow. That? Yeah. Laker colors. Lakers. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> After freshening up at the house, you, Scarlet, and the other couples walk down to the nearby beach bar. It's a beautiful, breezy night in the Bahamas as the six of you get fresh cocktails going. Scarlet wraps her arms around your waist and whispers in your ear. This outfit looks amazing on you, but I can't wait to take it off. Yeah, I think the issue is me having to say this back and forth to myself. I think that that's (laughs) I think that's what the issue is. Your cheeks get warm with giddy happiness at the compliment and Scarlet kisses your temple. Uh, oh, I have an idea! Let's play Truth or Dare! <laughs> I hate her so much. <laughs> that's a great idea. Victoria, you ask first, but you can't ask Scarlet. Yeah, we don't uh, want to know what you dare her to do. Shut up, Zayed. Zayed winks playfully. Zayed, I dare you not to fuck somebody else. (laughs) 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 Speak for yourself. These two are so hot together. I want to know the dirty details. (laughs) Well, thank you. Fair request. Victoria can dare me whenever she likes. Okay, I'll pick Zayed. No. Truth <laughs> or dare? Dare, obviously. Careful what you wish for. The group laughs excitedly. Okay, Zayed, I dare you to. No, what do you mean, careful what you wish for? He'll obviously hit <laughs> somebody. Garland's going to rip off his wiener if he does a body shot off you. Kiss somebody here. Stupid. I assume you mean someone other than my wife. That's what your preference is. 
Wow, bold, Victoria. Just a kiss. Oh, this is a good day. As long as everyone's okay with it. The group nods in concurrence and Brooke playfully raises her eyebrows at her husband. Well, who do you want me to kiss? Zayed looks at you a bit suggestively. Um. <laughs> it would probably make more sense to ask Eve who is okay to kiss Zayed. Sensing the protective tone in Brooke's voice, Zayed speaks up. I was totally kidding. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Zayed has a hard time keeping his lips to himself. Oh, oh damn! Zayed stares at the ground. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> but I know that Victoria and Scarlet are so in love that you can kiss either of them for the dare. I'm unfazed. I, is that a slide at Brooke? Like, Brooke shot at a <laughs> Sensing the tension, Scarlet jumps in to lighten the mood. Get over here, man. Plant one on me. What the fuck is Scarlet happening? Scarlet puckers up his <laughs> Are we learning something about Scarlet here? Scarlet puckers up his lips and Zayad laughs. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, kiss. As you and the chant, yes, and as yes, you and the girls yes, chant excitedly, yes, the two of them yes, grab each other's yes, faces and kiss yes, on the lips. Yes, yes. Mwah. Wow, you've got soft lips, Zayed. Thanks. I'll send you the link to my favorite chapstick. All right, all right. It's your turn, Victoria. This is the weirdest fucking thing. I dare you to. I dare you to. Hey, aren't you supposed to ask me truth or dare? Nah, dares are more fun. Yeah, this guy doesn't play by any rules. (laughs) Okay, fine. Zayed rubs his hands together. Hmm, okay. I dare you to. Stripped he down. Just wants to see him naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just stripped down and skinny dip with Scarlet in the ocean. Ow, ow! I am not complaining about this dare. Scarlet wraps her arms around your waist, and her warm skin rouses your desire in you. Okay, race you to the water, Scarlet. Don't get eaten by sharks. Ha <laughs> ha. More like eat by each other. <laughs> Great one, Eve. <laughs> that was a good one, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the group laughs affectionately as the two of you run toward the crashing waves where you're all alone. I just can't He's- get over the fact that they're not only having a group honeymoon, that now they're like <laughs> daring each other to kiss one another. Like, what is happening? Pieces like, of the this outfit. Is still going on this whole experiment thing. Yeah, usually it ends after the weddings. Like we don't <laughs> yeah. see like the honeymoons and stuff. Pieces of your outfits are strewn in the sand as you reach the ocean. 
wait up. I can't run very fast with this view of you distracting me. As they're fully dressed. Haha, -ha, come on, <laughs> keep up. The warm, salty water crashes onto your skin and you turn around to face Scarlet. I win. You may have won that race, but I win. Because I think I'm married to a mermaid. Oh, God. Scarlet <laughs> looks at you as she is awestruck as she takes in the sight of your bare skin in the moonlight. The funny part is the mermaid <coughs> from the Barbie movie did have purple hair. She did. <laughs> Where's Mer John Cena? Okay. I will never get used to how good you look naked. Oh, yeah. I dare you to come closer. Dive in what? <laughs> Dive in that booty. <laughs> Always. Scarlet comes close and turns your chin away to choke kisses down your down to hungrily what kisses down to hungrily down your neck. To hungrily down your neck. Yeah. To, down Let's to go. Let's oh, sorry, go that's in. not me. Let's go in deeper. When the water reaches waist height, you and Scarlet's bodies are buoyant. You wrap your legs around her waist and the two of you kiss passionately. I love you so much, Victoria. I can't believe I get a lifetime of moments like this with you. And then a shark eats them. <laughs> oh, Scarlet. Running your hands through Scarlet's hair, everything about this moment is perfect when Blaze! Oh! Hey, what were the flashes earlier? They never did. Like, were people taking pictures of them? The clicks or whatever that was? Maybe it was. Oh, I think it was maybe like the the um like the gate door like or clicking something. or the oh, wheels, yeah. the luggage wheels or something. Did you see that flash? Zaid? Like a shooting star. No. Almost like a camera. But I must be paranoid from all that time on set. Are they not filming this? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Then there's a clear flash and a couple of clicks, and you both stare at the source. Oh my god. It's paparazzi on the beach. Why would Y'all, look, I love this show, but they ain't that famous for paparazzi. <laughs> no, I do not care. You're a glorifi glorified Instagram influencer. Yeah. Exactly. The, the season you... hasn't even dropped yet. This is yeah. filming. It happened four seconds ago. <laughs> the two of you duck under the water to conceal your naked bodies. What do we do? Here. Oh, sorry. Here come Eve and Zayed to chase them off. I thought she was like saying here. Miss, yeah. <laughs> there was no comma there. Haha! Get out of here, Wolf! So hot! <laughs> you watch in awe as Eve and Zayed manage to get rid of the press. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> what? Why? Get out of here, <laughs> I really just want to get a steamboat Mickey drawing since it's public domain now and have to voice it. <coughs> oh my god, I'm oh my so god. much <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, do you think they got us? Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know, but let's get out of here. Honestly, put a steam... well, listen, that'll be the end of the show. I'll put a steamboat Mickey and I'll just voice whatever you guys want me to say on it. You just be like, thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You and Scarlet are wrapping in towels, hiding out in the surf shack. Why did they I not don't... put their clothes on? Did <laughs> paparazzi steal their clothes? The coast, the coast is clear. They totally caught our game of truth or dare. Well, it could be worse. Huh? Easy for you to say. You weren't the one who licked Zion's foot. <laughs> Girl, that's your problem. I, <laughs> I like how they continued the game. Like they yeah. had the ocean. They just kept oh, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Get naked. Come you back. licked his foot? Yeah. Uh, things got uh, weird uh, yeah, while you went skinny dipping. All right, in fairness. He is a prince, so maybe there is a reason for paparazzi to be there. That okay, is true. that's true. That is but true. I don't know why I'll... they would be focusing on those two. Because they went for the prince and saw some naked girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to fill in a plot hole for this mobile game. <laughs> I take truth or dare very seriously. Seriously. <laughs> 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 Well, it definitely just got a lot more serious if these pictures get leaked. Luckily, my back was to the shore, so if they got anything, it was my butt. And I can live with that. <laughs> I don't blame you. You've got a nice one. Scarlet. Oh, geez. <laughs> Scarlet laughs and kisses your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get you two back to the villa before you start taking each other's clothes off again. <laughs> You're right. I can't be trusted. Scarlet winks at you suggestively. You stealthily make your way back to the villa and turn in for the night. These people... The next morning, you and Scarlet are having a romantic poolside breakfast while the others sleep in. <sighs> a peaceful moment for my wife and I. Careful, you're going to jinx it. Scarlet feeds you a berry and thumbs the juice off your bottom lip. Um, she thumbed you. Aha, Victoria? Ah, Scarlet? Why is she acting like she's shocked to see him? Because <laughs> guess who's here? Told you you'd jinx it. Eve comes out by the pool with a panicked look in her eyes, oh. waving her phone in the air. Oh, Yo, titty, you guys. On the internet. You guys, huh? This is bad, huh? We're plastered all over the tabloids, huh? <laughs> 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 what? Let me see. Eve tosses her phone to Scarlet so she can scroll through the article. Phew. Just a steamy moment in the waves. You can't even tell we're naked. 
oh wow darn it (laughs) (laughs) no pictures of your cute butt for the world to see (laughs) scarlet laughs and shakes her head Uh yeah good for you Uh keep scrolling (laughs) (laughs) you keep going through the pictures as brooke wanders out rubbing her tired eyes what's going on Uh there oh the photo eve is worried about shows her bent over tongue out licking the bottom of zayed's foot it's no game of truth or dare. I'm licking anybody's butt. The, the bottom of it too. Damn, that's nasty. Oh, that's. Uh... Oh, I joined the show uh, in hopes of getting famous, but not for this. Oh, I'm going to be a meme. Well, you're gonna be famous. <laughs> Eve flops onto the pool bed and screams into a towel as Brooke cautiously takes the phone. Reality stars get footsie on vacation. <laughs> it was a dare! <laughs> get footsie! That was great. It's not that bad. At least your outfit looks cute. Not <laughs> that! <laughs> get footsie. I got footsie. I can't. I can't breathe. This is so bad. I really hope Sophia hasn't seen this. Oh my Uh god! She's calling. Why do I always have to get the bad phone call? It's the laugh in between the words. <laughs> you say not. <laughs> oh my god, my <laughs> This man has to be stopped. <laughs> oh my god, just act natural. <laughs> <laughs> Eve stays face down on the bed as Brooke answers the phone oh hesitantly. God. Uh, hey, Sophia. That's hey, you. Brooke. Can you let the group know there's a storm headed your way? Like, metaphorically? Or... <laughs> huh? No. Meteorologically. I didn't say that right. <laughs> Meteorologically, <laughs> the hurricane just changed directions. You all have to evacuate the island. Oh, perfect. Uh, let's all fly away into the abyss because I can't show my face uh, in America ever again. Uh, <laughs> She's really overestimating how many people are going to care. Huh? <laughs> oh, Eve. <laughs> Always so dramatic. Talk later, Sophia. Thanks. Brooke hangs up the call, and then the guys come out from the villa, too. Or, uh, have you seen this? Huh, 
Yup, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> or, uh, well, it sounds, it shows me uh, attempting to pole dance on a, or, uh, a palm tree, if that makes you feel any better. Sounds like a splinter city. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess I have splinters in places that I didn't know existed in my on my body. The group sets a crack up when thunder strikes, reminding you of the other oncoming storm. Thunder. You gotta get out of there! What are you trying to change your clothes for? <laughs> I better get changed for the dirty <laughs> That's all she can think about. <laughs> Big old storm coming. Victoria's like, what's a cute outfit for this thunderstorm? <laughs> I, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in a cute outfit. <laughs> um, just do... Uh... Oh, this is totally like Saved by the Bell right there. Yeah, yeah do that. Lisa. Lisa Turner. Yeah, Lisa, yeah. After a chaotic boat ride to the airport, you and Scarlet collapse in your seats <laughs> on the plane. Is the plane where Blaze wouldn't fuck you? Imagine, yeah. imagine there being a hurricane on their way towards you, and they're like, "Okay, we need you to get on a fucking boat." <laughs> it's coming from the other ocean, not that ocean. It's okay. You're free, fine. My clothes are soaked. Mine too. So glad you changed. <laughs> Here, let's get cozy under the blankets. Why is she wearing the same clothes? Because uh, yeah. she didn't change. She's like, we gotta get the hell out of here. That was her swimsuit too. So <laughs> she was wearing it three days ago. <laughs> Scarlet sweetly tucks warm blankets around you, and the two of you cuddle close. Did everybody take this plane, or did like everybody get different planes? We had to charter like three planes for the couples. Well, so much for a long honeymoon filled with alone time. I know. Who says the trip is over, though? Hey. We can always choose a new place to go after we get home. That's true. Besides, I don't think I'll ever get out of the honeymoon phase with you. Uh, me neither, Scarlet. Scarlet wipes a raindrop from your cheek and looks at you, her eyelashes still wet. I do wish we could settle into our new life together when we land. More hotels sounds exhausting. I know, we have house hunting to tackle. And once we have a house, what's next for us? Anything in the world, our home base is just another step to take in our marriage. I think once we move into our house together, I want to focus on us. I want to see how life is with just us first and get a sense of normalcy back. Yeah, that's wise. I want that time too, all day, every day. Scarlet slides his hand under her blanket <laughs> to squeeze your thigh, and the sensation sends electricity <coughs> through you. 
<laughs> Especially when you felt his <laughs> hand. <laughs> Damn. Mm, as much as I'd love to join the Mile High Club with you right now, we have company, remember? So it is everybody in one plane. Yep. You glance toward the back of the plane to indicate your bandwagoning friends. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Scarlet kisses all over your face, making you giggle as she tickles you with her lips. Guess this is their new hotel villa. We have to get Blaze showing up, right? Yeah. You and Scarlet make it back to the clear skies of Los Angeles and get settled in. Scarlet, are you sure we're not supposed to check in somewhere? Even boutique hotels should have locked doors. Well, uh oh. Maybe she's the prince. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we're inside, I have something to tell you. This is our house. Okay. I know how much you loved our honeymoon house. And this one is by the same architect. Oh shit, SP3. Okay. So when I saw that this one was on the market, I put an offer down. Wait, what? Look at SP3 calling this. Um, This isn't a boutique hotel. This is your house. Our house, if you want it to be. Hey, go ahead, girl. (laughs) Oh my god. It's amazing. We have the same taste, so this is perfect. I can't believe we get to call this home. What is Scarlet's job? (laughs) I don't know. I know. I don't don't think you've ever asked that question. Come see the courtyard. You're going to love it. This woman may be a porn star. You don't even know it. (laughs) Wow. It really is beautiful. Beautiful home for a beautiful girl. That's why she hasn't changed clothes in days. She can't afford to. (laughs) I guess now we can get all the spicy poolside time we were hoping for in the Bahamas. Exactly. Scarlet pulls you in close and tugs at your waist when ding ding the doorbell goes off. What the hell? All right, we gotta I, we gotta have Blaze. It's the gotta be didn't even know that she lived here till twelve minutes ago and somebody <laughs> else knows already. Someone's stalking her. Like Blaze has been stalking her ever since he left him at the altar. You've gotta be kidding me. How many times am I going to have to be aroused in front of others until they leave us alone? You crack up laughing as Scarlet collects herself and you go to the side door to let them in. I guess it's just all oh what the fuck what are y'all doing here it's sophia and lamar hopefully it's not something to do with the tabloid articles and hopefully lamar doesn't speak hey victoria and scarlet hey good to see you both you too we're glad you're home safe after that chaotic honeymoon no we just just wanted to stop by with some news. Uh-oh. 
Is this about the tabloid articles? Sophia and Lamar exchange glances. No, it's something much more important. What? Uh, do you want to do one more? Well, yeah, you can't leave me hanging. <laughs> like that. Like that. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more chapter, everybody. What time is it? 1030. 1130 for you. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do one more then. What is money even? Something that I don't have and need more of. That's what it is. Vala B. Scarlet takes your hand as you prepare to hear a very serious announcement from Sophia. We're here to tell you that... The show's been canceled. So scared. Why would they go to their house to tell them? Yeah. <laughs> boo, boo this announcement. Tomato, tomato, tomato. This is Tony Khan <laughs> announcing all access to reality shows. We're having a baby. Oh my god. You interrupted our alone time for this. Your your self-important announcement. Congratulations. Thank Someone, you. We're so excited. Someone asked why Lamar sounds like he's melting. Oh, buddy. Buddy. Who else from the season have you told? Well, we're actually here to tell you first because because want to step down from hosting the show oh. when the baby goes. Okay. So you guys in the new host. Um lot We think you two would be perfect for it. If we could appoint you, we would. But my oh, host will be the problem while vote from the fun base. And what is happening at the Brian <laughs> Swanson Ball? Come on. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Well, thank you. That is such a compliment to get your blessing for such a big role. It really is. You two have been amazing hosts. Not really, but... Aw, <laughs> oh, thank you. Don't make me cry. Your path to be together was winding and challenging and pushed the boundaries of the show. That's the authenticity viewers want. We hope the miracle see how great of a couple, a couple, a couple, a couple, you two are, just as we have. Someone take that CD out and blow on it. Imagine fucking this man. Like... <laughs> You've definitely given us a lot to think about. After giving you your good wishes to Sophia and Lamar, Scarlet turns to you. Wow, well, that's an amazing opportunity. I know, we're going to be famous no matter what. <laughs> okay, so it could be a good platform. <laughs> yeah, well, let's take things one step at a time. 
What do you say we go to my favorite place in the city? I thought you were going to do it. What's happening? <laughs> Sounds perfect. No, oh, look at the nice scenery. Yeah, we're for a hike. Scarlet pulls up to a beautiful park, suspiciously firing off a few texts before getting out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where are we? This is my favorite spot in the city. It's the only place I feel like I can truly find peace when we find right, out Scarlet's, a Scarlet's actually a serial killer. <laughs> I wanted us to spend some time together before the vote at tonight's gala. For the record, you're my favorite person, and I hope that counts for something. Scarlet squeezes your hand and gives you a tender smile. For some reason, I'm more worried about the live stream than winning. Drama always gets stirred up. Yeah, we need Blaze and Nico at this thing. I know what you mean. For now, let's just enjoy our time together. You take in the mature palm trees, rolling hills, and small pond with a footpath over the center. What do you want to do first? Hmm. Show me your favorite spot. I was hoping you'd say that right this way. You and Scarlet walk towards the footpath that turns into a small bridge over the center of the pond. Oh, shit. Rather than go over, Scarlet guides you to the side where a large tree has hidden a bench facing the water. This park is beautiful. I see why you love it. Mm-hmm. Scarlet doesn't look up at you, but instead stuck on her phone. Scarlet? Is everything okay? Hey, is everything okay? You've been on your phone since we left the house. What? Oh, sorry. Um, she's being weird. As Scarlet is fumbling for words, a man with a large cart approaches you. It uh -oh. puts you in the cart and kills you. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness. It's bubbles. Scarlet gets a large box from the man and turns to face you with a smile. Open it. Okay, is it just me, or has Scarlet done, like, every gesture in this relationship, and Victoria's just, like, along for the ride? <laughs> I think Victoria's just along for the ride. Okay. You open the box and find a bottle of wine, cheese, crackers, and fruit. Wow. Thank you. You're so incredibly thoughtful. You turn and affectionately squeeze Scarlet. Wine and cheese doesn't solve everything, but it certainly helps. It does. Scarlet scoops you onto her lap while she pours a glass of wine. I think I'll say I love you. You have to think Aww. about it. <laughs> this means so much to me, baby. I love you. Scarlet tilts her head towards her, tilts your head towards her for an intoxicating kiss. Well, at least it said her this time. <laughs> I love you too, darling. Scarlet leaves you with one more heaty kiss before you wiggle off her lap to discuss all the news from Sophia. 
I can't believe the vote ends tonight. How are you feeling heading into the ball? To be honest, I'm nervous for the vote. I can't stop thinking about how I'll react. If we don't get it? The stakes just feel so high with the cameras rolling. Before you can finish your thoughts, you hear a familiar deep laugh. Let's go. Come on. Wait. Come on. Is that? Oh, fuck oh. this dude. Zayed. Who is he with? Oh, oh he's cheating again. There, across the pond, is Zayed looking a little too comfortable walking with a woman who is definitely Ooh. not evil. Beat his ass. Huh. <laughs> it is. Can you tell who he's with? No, I've never seen her before. He's got his hands all over her. Eve is one of my best friends. I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but I think I should approach him. Yeah, picture. kick him in the dick. <laughs> We've got to ask him about it. Do you think he'd be honest? Eva's your best friend. Since when? <laughs> <laughs> All the more reason for me to figure out what's going on. They've been best friends this whole time. Exactly. Just as you're ready to make a move, Zayed pulls the mystery girl in for a full-on makeout. No! Hmm. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Holy crap. Zayed and the mystery woman start walking right towards you and Scarlet. Does he not notice this? You like, apparently not. I've got to say something to him. There's no way this ends well, but I've got your back. They still haven't noticed you about to walk right past you. Jeez. What is wrong with this man? I'll let him know I'm here. Trip him. Hi there, Zayed. Zayed and the mystery woman completely freeze. She's still smiling, but he looks downright scared. We've been enjoying a romantic day in the park. Just like you, it seems. I I can explain. Uh, baby, can you get the car? I'll be there in a minute. Oh, of course. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery woman seems confused, but listens to Zayed and leaves the park. I think I have that outfit. <laughs> Dude, this is not a good look. I believe my wife just asked you a question. Who does this guy think he is? I'm about to lose it. Yeah, kick him in the dick. I cannot believe you're cheating on Eve. She is your wife. Victoria, you have no idea what you just saw. What? <laughs> it looked pretty clear to me. Or was that another man making out with a mysterious woman behind his wife's back? I swear, if you tell Eve... You swear what? Are you threatening my wife? Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet steps between you and Zaid, and you're not sure if you feel more pride or concern. Scarlet? I've got this. 
you just made a huge mistake, Zaid. It seems like one of many. You step next to Scarlet, arms crossed to keep the rage from you exploding out. Ha ha. You think you've got one on me? I could ruin the two of you in a second. He's a prince. <laughs> it is true. Back off, Zaid. I mean it. I don't care what you think. I'm telling Eve everything that happened today. Then you're asking for it. His threat hangs in the air as he turns and walks away. You stare at, Star you stare at Scarlet, thinking of what to do next. Oh, I almost forgot. You pull out your phone. No, you didn't. I got a picture <laughs> of them together. Can you say ironclad evidence? If that was, was one of the options. If that was, was one of the options, like, like... Look a sneaky picture. Are you going to tell her when y'all are getting ready together for the ball? I'm trying to reach her now. The sooner she knows, the better. I want to know what he thinks he's got over them. He's like, I know you. He's going to bring in Blaze and Nico. Blaze, yeah, he's going to bring them all. Like, that's going to be on TV, Brosif. I mean, <laughs> you've spent the entire. Oh, no. He brings out Ella, Blaze, and Nico in front of everybody before the vote and ruins your opportunity. Maybe. You've spent the entire afternoon trying to get in touch with Eve. Maybe he killed she her. <laughs> I said this. I said this whole thing needs a good murder. So <laughs> she hasn't answered any of your calls or texts. So you're surprised to get to the girls' dressing room and find a full-blown party. Whoa! Everyone is already dressed, and the drinks are flowing. Go find Eve. I thought you were gonna say. Hey, everyone! Has anyone seen Eve? Oh, Victoria, ha-ha, you're finally here, yeah! God. Finally, there's Eve. I need to tell her now. Eve, I've been trying to get a hold of you. Ha-ha, I've been focused on my party, ha! I'm having too much fun, ha-ha-ha! Can we talk some more private? Ha ha, not now, silly! Ha 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 ha! You've gotta get ready! Ha ha! We've got a half an hour until air, ladies. Be sure to take full advantage of our stylist. Excited chatter erupts in the dressing room. Ha ha! You look incredible! Scarlet's jaw's gonna hit the floor! Ha ha! Eve is right. She's gonna be trying to take it all before the night gets started, girl. Well, me, look at you. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with you beauties. Oh, please. It's the gossip we really want. How was the honeymoon? You were there! Yeah, you were there the whole thing. <laughs> Surrounded by the girls, it feels good to get ready to spill the tea. 
why is Scarlett not invited to get ready with the girls? <laughs> the guy, his hand, remember? Yeah. This, this seems rude. I don't know. <laughs> I'll share with them. The honeymoon was steamy. Just tell everybody about Zaid. We need the deets. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. We we need the deets. <laughs> yeah! How's the sex now that you're married? <laughs> God damn me. <laughs> well, it's hot. I'm way too loud. Kids are gonna come like hear these words and be like, what? If I'm being honest, we've done it everywhere. I have to talk with Eve before the ball starts. Eve, I need to talk to you. Ha ha ha! Are you okay? I'm okay. Um, it's actually about Zaid. Oh, Zaid! Huh? What's go? What's going on? Huh? Immediately, Eve seems nervous. Kate, Zara, and Tashi will be able to hear every word of this, but there isn't time to be discreet. There's no easy way to say this. Be delicate. Are you sure you're okay to hear some hard news? Uh, hard uh, news? <laughs> Victoria, what are you talking about? <laughs> Just spit it out! I saw Zaid at the park with a woman I didn't recognize. They were kissing. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think I'm Kate. Um, oh, okay. Who is that? Uh, I don't know. She's been wearing the same outfit the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard! Eve, you need to immediately take control. Kate can be a bit fiery, but I think she's right. You need to control the narrative on this ASAP like your name was Braun Strowman. Go to the rant room with him. Oh, shit. No, no, no. It's okay. You don't need to do anything yet, Eve. Shut up, Tashi. Everyone goes quiet as they look to Eve, who has gone completely still. Poor thing. Ask Eve what she needs. Eve, you're freaking me out a little. What do you need? Uh, what does she look like, huh? <laughs> Are you sure you want to see? It's the stripper from the bachelor party. <laughs> Eve slowly nods, so you pull up the photo of Zaid and the mystery woman. It's his sister. Do you recognize her? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think so. But she's uh, definitely his type. What do I do? Eve's breathing starts picking up, then Aww. shaking, and then the tears come and don't stop.
my god <laughs> honestly i just ask him about it straight up no beating around the bush Oh, 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 what if, what if it all isn't nothing? Oh, oh, what if he oh, lies? Oh. Stop me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> I've got evidence. He can't deny that. Oh, 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 I'm so humiliated. I don't know. You know? Uh, can you can you, can you uh, share share the share the picture uh, with me? I I want to see if anyone uh, uh, we know uh, record re, re, uh, uh, recognizes her. Uh, of course. Hi. What? I'm in the zone, baby. I'm in the zone. <laughs> he's, in, he's in character. It's like it's like it's like when Dave Chappelle went to see Jim Carrey when he was on the set of Man at the Moon, and everybody was calling him Andy. Everybody's just gonna start calling Jeremy Eve. <laughs> Thanks, Victoria. Victoria, I have really. I don't. I don't know what I would do without you. Oh my God. Eve looks at you, and you can't tell if it's the wariness or a spark of vengeance. Ladies, we've got two minutes until the cameras start running. Victoria. Come with me. I'm sorry, Eve. I promise I'll find you as soon as I'm done. She's been wearing that since she was flying back. She doesn't change for this. It got nope. wet. It was nope. wet. Nope. Can't change for that. We're going to start with an interview with you on stage. You and Scarlett are still in the lead. We are? I don't want to jinx it. Any airtime is a good thing. America loves you. You have to squint as your eyes adjust to the blinding TV lighting on stage. Ready? I hope so. A man behind the camera counts down. Three, two, one. Hello, Love is Blind live streamers. I'm here with Victoria, who's barely holding a lead. How are you feeling tonight, Victoria? I was going to say who's barely holding on. <laughs> I'm feeling nervous. We've been jittery all day. Don't forget to vote. She's right. Victoria and Scarlett are nearly tied with Eve and Zayed. There's Zayed now. Oh, let's go. Sophia then whispers to you. Is Zayed holding that woman's hand? Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, we're going to end it there. We're going to end it there. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's just going to come out with it. He's not even going to give her a chance to tell. <laughs> All right. Dude. We'll end it there for next week, everyone.
all time performance by Jeremy. <laughs> all time, all timer. What a time. <laughs> <sighs> oh gosh. I don't I don't have the voice for <laughs> this at all. Oh, oh man. Great. Your greatest performance, Jeremy. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I commend you. All right. Uh, that's all for the show today. Uh, uh, Sherry Delaware, would you like to plug anything? Just join us next time so we can see the see the drama. SP3, like plug anything? Uh check out me on Twitter machines, True Hill SP3. I'll be live on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel for our first live stream of 2024 later today to review Monday Night Raw, where yes, I will be a menace to all Cody Rhodes fans because the story ain't being finished. <laughs> Thank you to Louie for sending a super chat. We appreciate it. That's been FMC, everybody! Ha ha ha! Tune in next week when 